WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com. Dot com to start winning. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, helping to preview the Indianapolis Colts traveling to the Arizona Cardinals for a Christmas matchup here. The Colts right now 8-6 and six off a huge victory against the New England Patriots. They're trying to keep that winning streak alive by beating Arizona right now. But Arizona, a good team, and joining me, the AZ Sports fan himself on YouTube. My friend, how are you doing? How are you feeling about the Cardinals so far? The record of 10 and 4 right now. Obviously, still first in the NFC West right now. How are you feeling about your team, the Arizona Cardinals? What's good? What's going on, man? Well, thank you so much for having me on here, man. It's been an absolute pleasure, Cody. Thank you so very much for having me on here. Um, honestly, 10-4, and four, uh, being a Cardinal fan, I, I'm excited, man. We don't really have a lot of these seasons. Uh, we haven't been in the postseason for five-plus years, so any chance for us to sniff it or get close to the playoffs, a lot of fans are very, very excited, such as myself. Uh, we're sitting at 10-4. and four. Uh, I'd rather be that than obviously four and 10, but there's definitely some things, obviously, you know, I want to talk about, obviously we'll get more into conversation about the Cardinals um, as the you know podcast goes on, but uh, so far good, man. A 10 four is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know at one point you guys were the only undefeated team for a while. Then a couple weeks ago, you guys were, I think it was 10 and two you guys have lost two straight now. Yeah. What's been going on with the Cardinals man the last two weeks? Like it's, it's been very uncharacteristic of this team starting off the year so hot as they did yeah you know i don't know exactly what it is it's so crazy because yeah starting off seven and zero, obviously we're all you know pretty much riding a high here in uh in arizona um and the moment that we play the green bay packers we got our first loss but i didn't think that that was a big deal like we could have possibly won that game if aj green just turned around but you know it, it's the whole you know shoulda coulda woulda type of uh situation green bay played us great uh, they attacked our weakness, which is, you know, the, the stopping the run, which, yeah, well, I'm not even going to talk about Jonathan Taylor right now. But, um, okay. yeah, it's it's a whole it, – it's crazy. This this two-game losing streak, yeah, I'm a little concerned, but I'm glad we got the buffer in the beginning of the season to, to kind of be where we are right now. I think we're in a learning curve. Um, obviously, the Rams beat us um, on our second primetime game. Um, and then the Lions, which was an absolute embarrassment. Honestly, I don't even know exactly what happened during that game. The only thing I can really say is that the Arizona Cardinals didn't come to play football. Like, it, it's so weird to to be in the situation that we were in, man. You know, we we, we thought we were going to be able to clinch the playoffs. Like, that was the the goal for the Arizona Cardinals to to win that game and the playoffs are, are, are there. But for some reason... Cardinals just didn't show up. The Lions came out and they they whipped us. <laughs> Point simple and blank. They were the better team that day. Um, two game losing streak. It sucks, but we got a tough matchup here against the Colts, um, and I'm very very excited to hopefully be on the on the right side of the the win column. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like the Cardinals and the Colts this year have been on completely different trajectories, right? 
We talked about the Cardinals starting off so hot, 7-0, and right? The Colts did not start that way at all. The Colts have had to, especially after that 1-4 and four start, they've had to scratch and claw their way back into playoff contention. They've won seven of their last nine now. The two losses that they do have have both been in overtime. Or I guess the first one was in overtime to, to the Tennessee Titans, and then the second one was just last-minute score by the, the defending Super Bowl champions. So the Colts have been in every game they've lost as well, but – you know, they've, they've really been getting hot at the right time. And obviously, yeah. coming off that huge win on Saturday night against the Patriots, the Colts' first time winning since I was in middle school, man. 2009. It's absolutely insane. That's one of, like, the longest losing streaks, I think, and for a long time, for the Colts especially, but in, in really rivalries in a long time. So it's definitely great that the Colts were able to take care of business there. And, you know, I think, honestly, for me, I feel like the Colts – now have found their identity a little bit more, yeah. right? They're, they're, they've been trying to search for that, especially early on in the season. Seems like on this winning streak, they've really started to do that. What is your perspective on the Colts right now? How do you view them? You know, obviously not even in the same conference as the Colts. So I don't know how many Colts games you've seen, but I'm sure everybody's seen about Jonathan Taylor. We'll get into that. What is your overall view right now of the Colts, though? Um, honestly, I probably think that they're probably one of the hottest teams, um, in the AFC right now. Um, obviously we don't get a lot of coverage here where I'm from, cause I'm in Arizona. So we don't get a lot of coverage when it comes down to, you know, the Colts, but I, I did see that, that Patriots game and you guys had your way with them. It, it's crazy to see because I know the Patriots were riding high and, you know, the defense was their number one thing and Jonathan Taylor made them look silly and they're a very, very good defense. And I'm very, very scared of Jonathan Taylor when it comes down to this game. So I just think that, I don't know, like I would rather be hot later on in the season than starting off really, really hot in the beginning and kind of fizzling out because that's kind of been the the, the mantra, like the stigma of the Arizona Cardinals. Like we start off really, really good and then we start tailing off in the end. And it happened last year as well. Like we had an opportunity to get into the playoffs. We were playing back-to-back backup quarterbacks with Nick Mullins and uh, I forgot what the other guy's name was. That's He's a backup. No, nobody. And then we ended up just squandering the opportunity. Um, and Cliff Kingsbury has that stigma on him right now that he's a good head coach in the beginning, but then everybody just kind of finds out what the offense is and he just doesn't adjust and kind of starts fizzling out. So I guess my, you know, my, my thoughts here in Colts is you guys are hot at the right time and, and, and I'm shaking in my booth. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's funny because I feel like if we would have played you guys early in the season, you guys probably would have won by double digits. Like, that's just how it was for the Colts starting off. You know, they just couldn't find their identity at all. It's so weird how they just completely have shifted, you know, completely opposite team from week one now, now going into the, the last stretch here of the season. It's just absolutely wild. But you're right. I think it's the perfect time for the Colts now to go on a run. We knew that it wasn't going to be easy, but we knew the Colts had to do this in order to get to the postseason. They've, they've won two, so now they have to win the next couple, the next three, in order to get really into the postseason and ensure their spot at the number five seed right now. But let's dive into the injury report. You know, this is something interesting as well, talking about the start of the season from to the end of the season now. The Colts at the start of the season, their injury report was actually pretty wild. Um, there were so many injuries on this team to start the year. It was like almost comical at certain points, but for whatever reason, the Colts have been, knock on wood, but they have been really good in the injury department. Really the only guy um, who potentially could miss this game, I think, personally, is Andrew Sandejo, who is your safety, who kind of got a concussion in that Patriots game. Right. Other than that, Rocky Sin and uh, George Odom have 
dealt with non-COVID illness. We'll kind of monitor that as we go on. But I, I feel like they'll probably play in this matchup. But looking at the Cardinals uh, injury report, it's kind of a little bit it's a little bit tough to read, honestly, if you're a Cardinals fan looking at it right now. There's a couple guys worth monitoring. Obviously, with DeAndre Hopkins out of this game, probably going to miss the rest of the season from what I've heard. Maybe if they have a playoff run, he might come back. We'll see exactly what happens there. But uh, guys like James Conner, Rondale Moore, Jordan Phillips, Isaiah Simmons, even Zach Ertz is limited, Marcus yeah. Golden. Uh, so there's a lot of guys here from the Cardinals right now that are struggling with injuries. Now, some of these guys will probably end up playing. What are your thoughts overall on the Cardinals' injuries right now? Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely said it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was probably one of the biggest ones that we ended up, you know, uh, having to, to deal with. Uh, and, and I don't want to see a world where the Arizona Cardinals is without DeAndre Hopkins because it, we just look like a different offense uh, when we are on the field. So, yeah, he most likely is – actually, he is going to be gone for the regular season. And what they're saying is that if we make it deep into the postseason when they're talking about maybe NFC – uh, you know, conference, and then he might come in. But I don't know. It's it's in the air right now. Uh, J.J. Watt obviously has been gone for quite some time, and we're all hoping, you know, holding hope that he might come back towards uh, postseason as well. But as of right now, the players that are on the injury list, the the two that kind of uh, strike my my mind, I'm like, oh, they might have a possibility of not being there is Jordan Phillips um, and then Rondo Moore as well. Um, now, Cliff Kingsbury, I believe it was yesterday, he ended up going on a you know a presser and he said that uh, he's hopeful uh, that they most likely will be able to uh, to show up. But at this moment, they're day to day in terms of practice. They're not really doing very much as of right now. So that's kind of what it is in terms of injury report. James Conner. Um, I think he'll he'll definitely be there. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. This guy is like the heart and soul right now of this Arizona Cardinal offense because I feel like sometimes he might be the only one that kind of cares, and it sucks to say that, but just the way of the performance of the offense for the Arizona Cardinals is right now, it's it's really, really suspect. <laughs> it's really, really suspect at this point. So uh, even Kyler Murray isn't playing it to his full potential, but um, – We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, obviously, right now we're sitting pretty early into the week. Right now, a lot of different things change in terms of like the injury report. So I don't like to look at it too much until maybe Thursday or or Friday until I start really panicking. Are you finally ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. The excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on the action with your favorite teams and players from the NFL, MLB, NHL, Gold, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Right now at WinBet, you can find great promos, odds, and payouts from boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport. WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now. Or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Or subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, and so for the people, this will probably come out on a Thursday. So for the people who are wondering, we are recording this on a Tuesday. So injuries can pop up or injuries could be you know yeah. figured out by that point. But as it stands right now, those are worth monitoring as sure. well. But let's dive into this game, man. Let's dive into some of the stats here because I'm a stats guy. I'm always intrigued at looking at all, the, at all these stuffs. 
all these uh, different things. I, I love just looking at it. I know stats can be misleading sometimes, but looking at this Cardinals offense right now, man, I mean, there's a lot to like. You know, eighth overall in the terms of offense from the yardage standpoint and also eighth overall in points scored right now. You guys come in eighth in passing, 12th in rushing. And, uh, you know, you guys have also – you seem to take care of the ball pretty well. They only turned it over 14 times, fourth best in the league right now. You guys have a t- plus 10 turnover margin right now. So talk to me real fast about your guys' passing offense with Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray's having a pretty good season. He's missed a couple games this year. He has a lot of good weapons, especially at wide receiver. He has yeah. Zach Ertz at tight end. Talk to me about this passing offense right now for you guys. So for the offense for the Arizona Cardinals in terms of passing, it's kind of one of those situations, and I'm not sure if you're a baseball fan, but I, I do think that it's it's pretty similar to when it comes down to our offense. It's like when we're hot, we're hot. Like we're on all cylinders go, man. We're passing the ball to everybody. You know, A.J. Green's getting some freakish catches. We got – uh, Rondo Moore doing some cool stuff. Uh, you know, Christian Kirk showing up. Um, but as of right now, you know, not having DeAndre Hopkins um, on the field, it, it's it hurts. And I think that we're we're kind of going through the motions right now <clears throat> in terms of offense, and we're trying to find our identity, what we are when DeAndre Hopkins isn't on the field. Because obviously, you know, when DeAndre Hopkins is out there, and if he's not doing anything, the defense is still playing to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and because we don't have that huge weapon out there. It's it almost kind of seems like we're kind of lost at this very moment. If we take a look at the stats, you know, from the beginning of the season till now, it definitely looks good on paper, but it seems like we're kind of tail spinning right now. And I think we're trying to re find ourselves in what we can do. Um, at least these last two games is what it seemed like. But uh, we have the weapons. We have the weapons to succeed. Uh, Rondo Moore in the beginning of the season, I definitely do think that we were using them very, very well now. Eh. <laughs> uh, Christian Kirk, he's made some really, really good catches, especially deep. Um, but um, he's one of those that I would love for him to be consistent uh, because he most likely is going to be our number two wide receiver for the future. Um, and right now I'm seeing him more as a number three more than anything, just because I don't think A.J. Green's coming back next year, if I'm going to be completely honest. But um, we'll see. Uh, right now we're kind of trying to find ourselves. Um, we also have, you know, Zach Ertz, which – He's a huge piece, a huge piece right now, but uh, we just got to pass the ball around. But obviously I I think what we should really start doing is make sure that James Conner gets his touches first, and then we can allow everything to kind of come, come full frontal. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I wanted to also, you know, sticking with these wide receivers, you know, if you talked to me a month ago, I would have been absolutely terrified of this matchup because coming into this season, man, my biggest question mark, was definitely the corners. Like, I had no idea what was going to happen. You know, you did re-sign Xavier Rhodes. But, like, you just had a lot of unknown at your corner position. And for whatever reason, this season, the Colts' corners have been actually fantastic as of recent. Like, they have been really, really good, which has been the biggest pleasant surprise for me. And I know a lot of Colts fans, guys like Rocky Sin, Isaiah Rogers, obviously Kenny Moore as well, and Xavier Rhodes. They've actually been able to do a really good job against really good offenses and against really good wide receivers. You know, you think Stephon Diggs when you play Buffalo. You think, you know, Chris Godwin and and Mike Evans against Tampa Bay. Like, they have done a fantastic job. And now you have another matchup, which honestly, it's crazy for me to say this now. But I really honestly, and I want to get your opinion on this. I feel like the Colts could match up pretty well, actually, against these Arizona wide receivers. That's a statement I thought I would never say at the beginning (laughs) of this season. but. In my opinion, I think they've done a really good job, and they're they're actually playing really, really well right now. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, with what we've seen so far in these last few games for the Arizona Cardinals, I, I, I can definitely agree with you. Um, and it sucks for me to say as a Cardinal fan as well, because I did think at one point that our wide receiving core was stacked. Um, but right now, um, unless the Cardinals prove otherwise that we should be able to be, you know, the man coverage or any other coverages that are on the field right now, I kind of have to tend to to believe in what you're saying right there. Uh, and that's definitely another matchup that I'm worried about as well. Um, but, you know, we also have Zach Ertz. I'm not sure what you guys have in terms of like your corner or your slot corners, but um, Zach Ertz, if he can get involved a lot more, I think that would be uh, something that would be ideal for the Arizona Cardinals to really start getting our groove back. But right now we're going through a slump, and I hope it's over. Uh, but we're going through a slump offensively right now. I will say, like you mentioned, Zach Ertz, I, I just want to touch on the tight ends real fast. Because of the Colts' scheme, I think, really, that's kind of been the main culprit. They actually have struggled to stop the tight ends. Like, against the Patriots, yeah, you know, they held them to 17 points, but the reason why the Patriots were even able to climb back into that game was because of Hunter Henry, right? They were able to target Hunter Henry a lot. He was able to do some damage against the Colts. So I really feel like, yeah, if the Cardinals' offense gets going, it's probably going to start with Zach Ertz being able to expose that middle of the field because that's kind of the weakness of this Colts' defense and how they run things. So I definitely think that's the way the Cardinals can attack this Colts defense is, is give Zach Ertz and these tight ends some more looks. Cause I, yeah, I really think that's kind of the weakness of this Colts defense right now is the tight end for sure. Well, good. Yeah. Cause I mean, we, we definitely need a, a good game from Zach Ertz. I mean, honestly, he's probably one of the biggest weapons we have. AJ green is definitely up there with this. He's made some spectacular catches, especially with Kyler Murray, just randomly throwing a ball and uh, like, you know, hands of glue. So uh, I got to give kudos to AJ green. He's definitely done very, very well to the contract that he signed uh, with the Cardinals, but yeah, Zach Ertz. I, I agree, man. We got to We got to get him flowing. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, you talked about James Conner a little bit. I wanted to touch on this Cardinals running game as well. James Conner, we talk about a revival season for him. I mean, everybody thought, myself included, like he was done after he left Pittsburgh. Like yep. He just did not have a great season in his last year with Pittsburgh. But he's really turned it around this year. 700 yards rushing. Well, that's maybe not completely eye-popping. Like, that's still good, but it's nothing mm -hmm. like insane right. he does have 14 rushing touchdowns which has to be noted as well mm -hmm. and then you guys have chase edmonds who nearly has 500 yards on the ground who's really effective when he gets the ball in his hands um and the colts actually have they have a pretty decent run stopping i think they've been a lot better as of late they were able to really stifle the patriots stifle the texans um do a pretty good job against the run for the most part the last couple weeks but talk to me about your guys's running game and how you think they match up against this Colts defense that, honestly, this run defense hasn't been the best this year. They've had their moments where they've gotten a little bit exposed and also the dual threat of Kyler Murray running the ball as well. Yeah, um, well, I like our run game, honestly. I, I think we have a, a two-headed duo that, you know, really gets me excited especially that chase edmonds is back chase edmonds has been hurt for um probably about three or four maybe about five games and since he's been back um it, it all kind of came with the whole offense not really gelling very much not being able to you know convert the third down so we haven't really seen a lot of chase edmonds but i would love the cardinals to kind of go back to that run first mentality type of stuff i mean chase uh, edmonds and james connor both two different type of running backs James Conner are going to be your bruiser. Guys and give you those ugly yards. And then you've got Chase Edmonds that can also do the same, but more of an elusive back end. Somebody's going to be able to catch out of the backfield. Um, you know, actually, James Conner actually catches out of the backfield as well, which is actually very surprising, uh, being that his stature is a pretty big dude. But um, honestly, I like it. If we can somehow lean on them too, 
I think we can have a, you know, a revival of, of our offense coming back again, but it really just depends on, on what Cliff Kingsbury decides to do. Um, and we, number one thing is we just got to get into an offensive rhythm. Like that, that's the number one thing. The biggest reason why we lost that lions game is we could have never gotten to an offensive rhythm. And it's crazy to say that, right? The lions held the Arizona Cardinals, probably one of the best offenses out there. But like I said earlier in the stream, they came out to play the Arizona Cardinals. Didn't it was three and out central every single time it felt like. So, um, but going back to our running backs, I really like a man. Um, if we can lean on them a lot more, I think sky's the limit for this Arizona Cardinal offense. Yeah, and everything, like as Colts fans, we know, you know, if you can run the ball really well, it sets up your quarterback very well. Also, yeah. you know, you can be two-dimensional. You won't just get stuck passing the football. That's always helpful for any offense for sure. Um, well, all right, well, we can switch it over now to this Indianapolis Colts offense. Um, you know, pretty good offense overall. Um, they've done a good job of protecting the football. They're actually one of the hottest offenses in terms of yeah. points scored. I think they've the, been the best offense since like week number four. In terms of scoring, and the Patriots were number two, and they were able to outscore them. So, I think the Colts are firmly right now is one of the best teams in, in football in terms of scoring. Um, they scored 27 points on Saturday. But let's talk about this passing offense, you know. And I wanted to highlight this passing offense first because often, man, I feel like they get overshadowed by this running game and Jonathan Taylor, and how and, and rightfully so, you know, how good he is and how good this running attack is. I think a lot of people just kind of don't talk about. Carson Wentz and don't talk about this Colts passing offense. Um, and when they do talk about it, it's in a negative light a lot of times. Right. And, you know, I will say Carson Wentz didn't have a great game. He only attempted 12 passes, didn't really have a great game against the Patriots. But I thought overall this year, Carson Wentz has been just absolutely fine for what the Colts want to do. I think he's been right in that 12 to 15 range as a quarterback. You know, he hasn't been anything elite, but he hasn't been bad. I think he's been above average to good. Yeah. I want to get your perspective here on Carson Wentz, you know, as a guy that, you know, you probably saw him a little bit more in the NFC against mm -hmm. uh, with with uh, the Eagles and stuff. What is your perspective on Carson Wentz with the Colts this year? Yeah, honestly, you know, I, I just did a preview earlier. Um, I believe I released it today. And and my, you know, like, like you said, you know, national media and everybody that are not in the Colts nation says the same thing. This, you know, offense is going to be through Jonathan Taylor. You know, that that's what we see, uh, at least in terms of stats, highlights, all that different stuff. But I think that, you know, Carson Wentz is having a very good season, a, a very quiet, underrated type of season. And and kudos, man. Honestly, I never had an issue with him. I wanted him to succeed when he was picked up in the draft. Um, obviously, Jared Goff was before him when he got picked up. But, you know, we did see him a lot more when it came down to us playing the Eagles. But it's it's awesome, man. You never really want bad things to happen for young quarterbacks. Sometimes you're in a crappy situation with the team that you're drafted in. And and I don't think it was that whole situation with the Eagles. He probably had the opportunity there. But, you know, obviously everybody was hyped up about the Nick Foles thing. And they decided just to kind of move on when they drafted uh, Jalen Hurts. But um, I think he's having a really good season. I think I saw his stats. Was it like over 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns? four interceptions if I can remember uh, I think it was six but you know I kind of look at it like okay one of those was a shuffle pass where Aaron Donald just blew it up you know early on in the season another one was a Hail Mary so you, know, you could say four honestly yeah. you could yeah <laughs> see that's what I'm saying honestly I think he takes care of the ball very very well now if you look at the stats of Kyler Murray um although everybody's you know at one point placed him as an MVP and everybody's like oh look at these magical stuff that he's been doing he's had over what 12 plus interceptions um and that's what we kind of been seeing these last few games where 
no touchdowns, but a lot of interceptions. It's kind of a little worrisome. But when I look at Carson Wentz, he seems to be taking care of the ball, throwing the ball to the appropriate people and, you know, letting the run game kind of take over. And that's something I definitely fear when it comes down to playing this Indianapolis Colts team. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I will say you guys have a pretty good pass defense as well. And the fact that Carson wins outside of Michael Pittman, the receivers have actually been a pretty big letdown for the Colts this year. How do you guys think you can take advantage of maybe the Colts passing attack, not really having a guy that can help Michael Pittman out and Carson wins out in this passing game? Oh, well, that, that's good to know. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, the, when I think of the wide receiving core, I, I just thought Michael Pittman. So if you're saying everybody else is OK, well, what I would do if I was a defensive coordinator, I mean, I, I would definitely put Byron Murphy on uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, and I think our cornerbacks, if we get Robert Alford back, because I know he was hurt during the Lions game, if we can come somehow get him back and then, you know, get Marco Wilson, which is our fourth round rookie, um, you know, just really depending on the packages that we have in the defense, uh, I think we could hold up very well. I like our defense um, when they're on fire, they're on fire. We we're ball Hawks. We do a very, very good job. Buddha Baker, you know, Chandler Jones, we have real big names um, on this team, but kind of the same thing. I like our offense. Like if they're hot, they're hot. Um, I think when we were playing in inclement weather against the Chicago bears, we ended up having like four interceptions on Andy Dalton. Now I get it. Andy Dalton. I understand, but in the grand scheme of things, I think that our defense can be very, very good. Um, it's just, we got to get the pieces together. We got to make sure that we, you know, stop on third downs, but in the defense, we're struggling on getting off the field, uh, because people kind of know what to do on the Arizona Cardinals right now. And that's run, run, run bleed out the clock, keep Kyler Murray out, you know, on the bench. And then when we do have him out on our offense, contain Kyler Murray, put your hands up, you know, bat balls down. And it kind of seems like we're, we're really getting in our own way right now. And we need to break out of that in terms of our offense and stuff like that. But um, I think our defense can hold up very well. Byron Murphy has been very, very good for us this year. Um, and covering Michael Pittman, I don't think we're going to be able to shut him down. But if we could somehow contain him, I think that would be a win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you did mention run, run, run. That's what the Colts are going to do, I think, in yeah. this game. They did against the Patriots. They did it against a lot of teams. I mean, yeah. there have been multiple games this year, even like the Buffalo game, where Carson Wentz hasn't really had to do a whole lot because Jonathan Taylor's just been taking over football games. And, yeah. you know, he just continues to dominate. Like, he is the reason, I think we can all say, the reason the Colts are even in this conversation for the playoffs. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is, in my opinion, the best running back in football, maybe the best player in football right now. With how well he's been able to run the football. Um, he just passed, actually, he just broke the Colts' single-season rushing touchdown record with that rushing touchdown against the Patriots. So it's kind of cool how that happens against a rival like that. But overall, man, Jonathan Taylor just continues to dominate week in and week out. You know, we knew he was a good player coming into year two, but nobody, I mean, not even Colts fans, thought MVP talk at this point. Right. But he has definitely lived up to that, man. He is just another on another level right now what are your thoughts on Jonathan Taylor and you guys trying to slow him down right oh, now? I would be a lot happier if we had JJ Watt let me just start off by saying that um <laughs> I think when we had JJ Watt we had a level of uh and I hate the word swagger but 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 a type of different like type of swagger when it comes down to our defense and I just don't know any other word but just the momentum that he brings to our defense and the leadership that he brings to, to the defense is is unmatched, like seriously. Um, we're not going to be able to contain <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. I can tell you right now, I, I think easily over 100 yards on this Arizona Cardinal team. I, I think the only really way that if 
he doesn't have a good game. And I mean, <laughs> if he doesn't have a good game is if the Cardinals get on top real, really fast, just by some circumstances that kind of go our way. We get on top and you somehow forget about the run game and allow Carson Wentz to, to kind of, you know, start moving the ball down the field. That would really be the only way I could see success for this Arizona Cardinal team, because I have no faith that we can stop any running back. We had a, I don't want to say nobody, but a guy who, that was just signed to the Lions um, team, just literally just signed off the street, and he ran over 100 yards on this Arizona Cardinal team, man. That's something that really, really scares me. The the vision the that that Jonathan Taylor has is crazy. It's like you're almost playing Madden in like an easy mode with the, the holes that are opened up. He just finds the right holes. He's shifty. He's great. It, it really worries me, man. So if I were to have to say – what the Cardinals need to do. Um, I would love to see more Zayvon Collins, which is our first round pick um, for this last draft. But knowing the Cardinals, we don't do that. We don't put our first rounders out there. Um, we're going to be most likely rolling with Isaiah Simmons and then um, Jordan Hicks at Mike uh, linebacker. But the problem that we're having the most, obviously it starts off at the front, but obviously our middle linebackers, and that's going to be Jordan Hicks. He doesn't shoot the right gaps. He gets stuck on the block and sometimes he's going this way and the run's going that way. And it's like, Jordan Hicks, what are you doing? So we just got to get it together. The front seven needs to step up and really, really hone down on this run game. And we did it before. That's the crazy part on week one versus King Henry. Everybody was scared. Oh my goodness. You know, King Henry is going to run a, you know, what, 300 miles on us. We're being exaggerated, obviously, but he's going to, you know, run forever on us. And, we somehow did a great job on him, and we allowed Tannehill to take over the game, and we beat him. But after that week one, when we started to see different types of running backs, you know, your Dalvin Cooks, um, and everybody else that's in our division, and I don't know, something just broke. It just broke, and now we're seeing this right now, and it's it's really frustrating to see as a fan because you know what the other team's going to do. Run, run, run. Yeah. And it's like we just we can't seem to stop it. But it, it starts with our front seven. I hope our coaching staff can get it fixed because that's going to be the difference if we do make it in the playoffs, if we can go deep or not. Would you say like the Cardinals in that game against the Lions, would you say they just got beat up front? Because I know the Lions actually have some decent pieces on that offensive line. What was the reason why they were able to run so much? You talk about the linebackers, but does it go as far as the defensive line as well? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's so crazy because at towards the end of the game, we were starting to make plays. Now, I don't know if it, the Lions were just like, let's go soften these guys. They're, they're not doing so hot because we got beat. Like, we got embarrassing. And I was doing like a live play by play. And my goodness, I was like this. I was like, I can't believe we cannot move the ball down the field. But yeah, yeah they beat us up front. We were getting manhandled on any every sense of the imagination, um, even on their defensive line. Kyler had no time to throw. Now that's, we didn't have Ronnie Hudson in there. Unfortunately, he was, you know, on the reserve list because of the thing that's going on in the world right now. So um, he wasn't there. Our guards right now are pretty much turnstiles and they're, they're not able to block anybody. So Kyler Murray's trying to play hero ball a little too much. He runs himself out of the pocket, tries to do some, you know, spectacular playing. Sometimes it works, uh, but a lot of times it kind of alludes to either being sacked or just kind of losing it down. And yeah, we got beat. Every uh, every which way, uh, and it definitely started in the trenches, offensively and defensively. Gotcha. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, last I want to talk about is your special teams as well. I mean, we know as Colts fans, especially this year, special teams has won us games a lot this year. Um, they had the block punt against the Patriots. It kind of 
helped continue that run. Um, and then the Colts have had multiple times this year where they've been able to block some punts or get some good kick returns, things like that. Um, how are your guys' special teams right now? They're they're mediocre. I mean, the best part of our special teams are kicker and punter. Um, in terms of the other people that are on there, they just get the job done and either uh, take you down on, or <laughs> get a, like a big return on us, which we obviously don't want to see. But our Andy Lee, pro bowler in my eyes, still definitely doing it very, very well. Matt Prater, our kicker, still doing great things. Um, so I like our special teams in terms of like our punter and kicker, but that that's pretty much the extent of it. I mean, like our, our punt returner, which usually is Rondell Moore or Christian Kirk, they kind of do like a little uh, mix around every once in a while, but uh, we haven't seen very much explosion going on, honestly. So I, I don't think that's where we'll win it at all. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sure, sure. I was just asking because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, special teams has won us games before, so you just never know um, yeah. with different teams from week to week. But, True. yeah, just I guess for you guys just to know, like, the Colts have a pretty good kick returner on Isaiah Rodgers. He almost in that Tampa Bay game, I don't know if you watched the end of that, like the Tampa Bay had scored at that point. Everybody thought, oh, the game's over. He almost took one to the house and, and sent that game to overtime. Like, he was like 10 yards short of it. Oof. I mean, that dude, that dude he, you just got to watch out for him. He hasn't taken yeah. one back to the house this year. He did one last year. He he's also plays corner for us as well, but he is one of the fastest players in the league right now. So I would just say keep an eye on him. Naheem Hines, a punt returner as well. He can always take one back. He's done it before. Um, I would say the biggest question mark right now, we, we have a good punter, but the biggest question mark for us has to be our kicker. Mm. Um, right now it's kind of interesting because Michael Badgley is our kicker right now. Mm. He's uh, He's actually been pretty decent for the Colts, right? Rodrigo Blankenship was the kicker for a while. He got hurt in that Ravens game, kind of cost the Colts the game, missed a couple easy points there for the Colts, and they ended up losing that game. Um, but, you know, he's been pretty decent for the Colts. He did have a miss against the Patriots, so people are wondering now that Rodrigo Blankenship is fully healthy. Okay, do we bring him back potentially? It looks like the Colts are going to stick with him right now um, and just wait and see it out. And If he continues to struggle, maybe then Blankenship gets an opportunity. That's kind of how we are right now. Um, I think, honestly, I, I think this isn't an exaggeration. I don't think this is a fan bias. I think the Colts have a top special teams unit in the league right now. Um, they're able to do just about everything, and they're also really good. Rodrigo Blake, or Rodrigo, uh, Rigoberto Sanchez mm-hmm. is able to really do a good job at pinning teams within their own 10-yard line. Like He does a fantastic job doing that. So that dude is a weapon. You know, you don't really yeah. – Unless you're Pat McAfee, you don't necessarily uh, refer to punters as weapons. But right. <laughs> He is a weapon, so. That's crazy, man. I mean, honestly, I'm very excited about this game. I mean, our third primetime game, um, the only other thing that obviously kind of worries me is that the Arizona Cardinals playing at home, for some reason, is the complete opposite of everybody in the NFL. We don't do good at home. I don't know what the heck it is, but we don't do good at home. The Lions was the very first um, loss that we had as as far as, like, being an away team um, was the first loss we had because we were undefeated um, when we were playing away, but – at home, we just don't play very hot, and uh, now you're saying your special teams are good. You're freaking me out even more, man. 
<laughs> no, I try not to be, you know, too biased. Honestly, yeah. like I want to say, if there's something that sucks, I will, I will be honest and say mm-hmm. this is not good. Um, but actually, this team's been playing really well, so there's not a whole lot to, to critique right now, which is a great thing. Um, yeah, it is. I guess the biggest critique still, and the Colts kind of answered that, was finishing games. I mean, they had multiple games this year they should have won, right? They really should be a lot better than eight and six. Um, I really do believe that. I think they really should be a top seed in the AFC right now. If they were able to hold on to a game, they've had multiple overtime losses. They've had injuries. They just had stupid moments where they've shot themselves in the foot. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, right now, I think this is the best this team has looked so far. So, yeah, I mean, I want to. I just want to keep it real. But, um, okay, um, I had a question about, and I want to kind of get your thoughts on this as well. Um, what are three matchups that you have in this game that you think are going to be absolutely critical um, to, to determining who comes out as the winners in this game? Yeah, I think, well, let's start off with Zach Ertz. Um, you know, being that, you know, tight ends is probably going to be the, you know, your weakest point if you were going to, you know, mention one. I would say Zach Ertz, you know, having a a great game for the Arizona Cardinals could definitely, you know, make a momentum shift for us and our way. Um, another matchup that I'm, you know, pretty excited to see is how our offensive line is going to go against your defensive line. Uh, we've seen it for like two, three weeks straight that we're turnstiles and it's frustrating to see, but if Kyler Murray doesn't have time in the pocket, if he's getting frustrated and he's, you know, constantly being harassed, we've seen Kyler Murray not really play to his best potential. And that's definitely something we don't want to see as Cardinal fans, because obviously franchise quarterback, when he does good, our team does good. So uh, trenches is going to be good. My offensive line versus your um, defensive line. Um, another one, I guess one more if I were to kind of um, mention it, I would probably say how a, who's your number one corner? Would it be Rockison? Um, it would technically be, I think, Xavier Rhodes. But Xavier Rhodes? Yeah, they're kind of interchangeable, honestly. I would say Rock and Xavier would be kind of in that contention if you're asking about a top corner right now. Kenny's mm-hmm. kind of your slot. Isaiah's kind of rotated in and out at number two. So I would say either, either one of those guys would I, – I guess technically Xavier Rhodes would probably be the Xavier. number one right now. Okay. So I would probably say, like, let me just put in a world where, let's say, Xavier would be on AJ. I would say if Christian Kirk can give us the production that we know he can give us, um, I, I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. Because we've seen Christian Kirk have very good games, you know, multiple touchdowns, huge, you know, uh, receptions, crazy receptions down the field as well. So I'm excited to see whoever's going to line up against Christian Kirk. I would rather him be a slot corner, or sorry, slot wide receiver than a number two. But obviously, the circumstances of DeAndre Hopkins, he's forced to be the number two. And I'm just not really comfortable with him there. He's just not physical enough, doesn't get the separation. And uh, I, I would rather be in the slot. Let me just say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes total sense. I honestly think I agree with you on pretty all three of those matchups. I definitely think the Cardinals offensive line versus the Colts defensive line, it's kind of like weakness on weakness in certain ways. I mean, DeForest Buckner, obviously, you know him very well from yeah. being – on the 49ers for all those years. He's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league, and I think that may be a little bit of a scary matchup for you guys. But um, for us right now, we really have struggled at defensive end. We have Quiddy Pay, who is our first-round pick this year. He's had moments. He hasn't really done a whole lot as of recent in terms of getting after the quarterback. So that's kind of been an issue for the Colts for the past couple of years. They've been trying to really do some things to, to figure that out. But honestly, I think right now it's still a top priority in the offseason is to figure out what you're going to do at defensive end moving forward. But, you know, I think 
Can they get some pressure from the edges? Can it not just be DeForest Buckner? Because they're going to need to if they're going to have any chance of slowing down this Cardinals offense. They're going to have to do, I think, what the Detroit Lions did um, against you guys. Um, I do think the Colts will have to stop James Conner in this this running game. I think they just have to make the Cardinals one dimensional, essentially do what they did against the Patriots and right. kind of make Kyler Murray go beat them. I think that's what they kind of have to do. That's obviously different because Kyler Murray, I think, is a lot better quarterback right now than Mac Jones. But I think if the Colts can consistently get pressure as well in doing that, I think they have a good opportunity with how well their corners have been playing um, to really kind of slow down this Cardinals offense, kind of do what Detroit was able to do against them. I kind of look at that formula as well. Um, So, yeah, I kind of agree with all those matchups that you said. I really think that those are going to be some key ones. Um, And whoever wins these ones, whoever dominates, I really think, yeah, whoever dominates those lines of scrimmage, that's going to ultimately determine this game. I really feel like that. I agree, man. And it's so crazy because our, our defensive line in the beginning, I was ecstatic, man. You know, Chandler Jones started the season with yeah. five sacks. We we're like, what is that? Chandler Jones? The beast? Pay him, pay him. And now we're all kind of like, where are you, Chandler Jones? What's going on? Um, but, you know, if you look on paper, I think we have a really good defensive line. It's just kind of the, like I've been talking about, hot and cold type of, uh, you know, defensive line. You've got, got Marcus Golden. Um, Corey Peters, Michael Dogby, um, and then we got some young guns, which, you know, uh, Rashad Lawrence, Licky Fotu. Uh, so we got some people, we got some good pieces just, just putting it together, getting into a rhythm, and just staying in your gap, doing your job is, I think, one of the biggest things that affects our Cardinal team. We don't have that, that, that head coach that's going to be like, do your job. Like you're Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? We have right. a, a more lax guy. That's a player's coach. Um, sometimes I miss Bruce Arians. I really do. I loved his brashness. I loved him, you know, throwing people under the bus. And maybe that's just the type of person I am. I'm, I'm just like, who is the fault? Tell me right now. And that's just that's not, right. clipping this I'm not sure if it's something within the locker room, but we just need to do our job. And I think we have the pieces. Yeah, I would be remiss, and Colts fans would remind me if I didn't mention this, how the Colts have the best defense in terms of taking the ball away. I thought I needed to mention that as well. But I think that will be critical in this game is who wins the turnover battle. Both these teams are really actually good in the turnover differential. I mentioned at the beginning, Cardinals plus 10 right now, the Colts plus 14. So both these teams don't really turn the ball over a whole lot. Both of them actually take the ball away pretty well. So I just wanted to mention that as well. The Colts have continued to, you know, for all their faults this year, one thing they've done really, really well is take the ball away. So um, I really think that's going to be a big factor in this game too. As with any game, you know, like if you're able to not turn the ball over and and take the ball away a couple times, I think you have a great shot in this game. So that's kind of where I stand right now, I guess, on on this team. And and that would be, I guess, my final point would be, uh, my, my final key, I guess, would be that, you know, the turnover battle, whoever wins that. I think we'll have a good chance at winning this game for sure. I agree, man. I agree. I hope we can bring that 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 juice. Not not to knock off your 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 your, your channel name, but we need to bring it here, Cardinal fan. I and mean, we need to because we're at home, third primetime game. We can't go out three, you know, primetime games in a row. We just can't. Hope not. Anyways, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I want to get your score prediction. I appreciate you coming on. I'll get your score prediction really fast here for this game here on Saturday on Christmas. Let me know, what do you think is going to happen in this game? So, what I really feel, I mean, obviously I want to put my biased Cardinals, you know, obviously into this, but I want to be a little bit of realist, uh, realistic as well because I know we have three games left. Um, it's going to be a tall task for the Arizona Cardinals to pull off the wins, uh, but I'm going to have to give the edge over to the Colts. Um, 
hopefully reverse psychology I'm doing here. But I'm going to have to say Colts win 27 to 21 Colts. And okay. the biggest reason why is because Jonathan Taylor, and we still haven't figured out a way to stop the run, and that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Okay, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I never want when I pick the Colts, I never want people to think I'm doing it as a, like I said earlier, like as a bias. But I do think the Colts are just too hot right now, and the Cardinals have been struggling. I am a little bit wary, I will say this, of the Cardinals going and getting embarrassed uh, against the Lions, like they're going to come out really ticked off. Like I just – I'm – Always, I'm always going to be scared when a team does yeah. it. A good team like that goes and, and plays like that. I'm always going to be like, man, are they going to come out and just absolutely kill us or something like that? But I feel like the Colts right now yeah, have given me enough reason to believe that they'll continue. I personally think they're going to win out. I think they, they know what the stakes are right now. They know the corner they back themselves into right now. So I do think the Colts come out victorious in this game. Um, I do think it'll be a good game for sure, but – you know, the fact is the Colts defense has been playing a lot better. Jonathan Taylor, obviously. And and I think Carson Wentz is going to have a, a decent bounce back game if he does get more passes. And he may just have, you know, 12 pass attempts again. I don't know. But I do feel like the Colts are going to have a good game here. They they seem to show up when it matters this year, which is obviously huge. And, you know, you talked about the, the Cardinals late season struggles. I think that will continue as well. So I'm going to say – with, with how good the Colts' defense has been playing, I think the Cardinals score 20, and I think this Colts score, um, I will say, 28. So right around that that as well. Because, you know, the, the Patriots came in, and they were, like, on fire offensively, and the Colts held them through three quarters to zero points. Wow. And again, they didn't allow 17 points in that last. Yeah. But, I mean, you can throw in the fact that the Patriots were driving in the red zone at the end of the third quarter. So, really, they only allowed, well, what, what was it? I guess 10 points there in that, in that fourth quarter, and – you know, the Carson Wentz interception certainly didn't help as well. So right. I have confidence that this team's going to come in. I mean, that right now they know they're 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 healthy for the first time, I think, and they're playing their best football when it matters. So I really feel like the Colts are going to come out victorious. All bias aside, I just think they're too good of a football team to drop this game. Um, but I do think it is a big game for both teams right now. Um, obviously, the Cardinals want to do a little bit better, get a, bit, a little, little bit better positioning in the, in the NFC playoff picture right now and the Colts obviously want to continue to ride that potentially steal the division from Tennessee because they are right there at Tennessee's heels right now yeah. um, and if Tennessee goes and loses on Thursday night then we maybe are talking a little bit closer about are the Colts potentially that sleeper team to take the AFC South yeah that's that I know we both have a, a lot of you know back and forth in terms of like because we need this game as well. I mean we we got the the Seahawks and we got the Rams as well playing as of right now. I haven't even checked the score, but right now I'm trying to put my Seahawks hat on because I don't want them to be tied with us because we never had the division in like five years. Like it's been a long time since we had the division, and this could have been the opportunity here. But man, this is gonna be a good game. I hope the Cardinals can get it right, and if we lose. I hope we put a better, a better, you know, performance on tape because what we've seen in that Lions game was a disgrace, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I do think they will play better. I, yeah. I will say that I do think the Cardinals will play better. I don't think they're going to have a game like they did against the Lions again. I mean, good teams just don't do that, you know. I and I think the Cardinals are a good team, so yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate yeah. it. It's, it's always fun to meet new people, new YouTubers who do this, who love their team, who cover the. You know, cover their team, do the same thing that we do. Um, it's always great, man, to make new connections. I appreciate you. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm glad you guys reached out to me very, very, you know, early. So I'm glad that we got the opportunity to to make this rock and roll. And I just hope we have a um a really good 
game. Everybody's healthy and a very entertaining game. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love for everybody to be coming out of this game healthy, regardless of the score for sure. Yeah. That's what matters, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, like I tell everybody uh, who comes on good luck on Saturday. I always want to say Sunday, Me good too. luck on Saturday, but not too much luck because I want the Colts to win. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you take care, have a great Christmas and it's going to be a fun game there on Saturday. I agree, man. You as well. Appreciate you for having me on. Yeah.